very much got the sense yesterday afternoon that Jeff Carter is legitimately excited to be in Pittsburgh. The next sense that I'm looking to gauge is whether or not Pittsburgh is equally excited to have him. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Pirates. The Penguins had the day kind of off yesterday. Mike Sullivan had them up at the UPMC Lemieux Sports Complex in Cranberry doing uh, what the team describes as off-ice workouts, but it, it actually involves stuff that's on the ice. One of the guys who was on the ice, before I get to the main subject here, was Evgeny Malkin, and this was not a small deal. They didn't put out video from it, but they did put out a handful of still photographs that showed that Malkin was doing, you know, actual hockey things. With what level of intensity or risk, I have no idea. They're still photographs, but I know what hockey drills look like, and I know what just standing there in skates looks like, and he was doing hockey drills. I found that to be the biggest news of the day, even bigger than you know, Freddie Goodrow being out uh, week to week because he's still Freddie Goodrow. Gino looks like he's actually skating and doing hockey things. This is a big old positive. Other guy on the rink was Carter. Carter got all uh, suited up, Penguins jersey, the whole deal of practice jersey and everything. And afterward, he met with us of course virtually and yeah i'll just i'll just let him take over here that's the way it goes um you know i love my time in la and made some lifelong friends and uh, and whatnot and uh, was able to have a lot of success there but uh um you know i'm excited to be here uh you look at this team and you know they're right in the mix and uh have as good a shot as anybody to to compete this year so um you know, I'm excited to get going, uh, getting uh, to know everybody here and uh, and uh, looking forward to practice tomorrow. That's who he is. This is a this is a bona fide guy. He's not a phony. He's not someone who's going to force certain catchphrases into his whatever. And you got to understand there's emotions in it, too. Uh, the Penguins did speak with Carter uh going back several weeks uh, through the Kings, obviously, to try to gauge his interest in a trade in which you know he'd come here and have a chance to compete for the Stanley Cup, something the Kings haven't had a chance to do in a long time. So all, all that's nice. I mean, it, it, it was a, a good session with him. And it felt like it was a good session for him. It's not going to happen just like that. It's just not. Ten years is a long time to be with one franchise, especially when you've won two Stanley Cups with that franchise. There's just a different bond that occurs in those cases. I can promise you that several years from now, 
when I run into a Patrick Hornquist or a Carl Hagelin or a Justin Schultz or an Ian Cole somewhere, the bond that they forged while they were in Pittsburgh is always going to be something that's different, that's special. And with Carter, you can magnify that many times over because of how long he was there on top of everything else. But he's here now, and he's a really good hockey player. I don't presume that fans of the Penguins or other Pittsburgh teams habitually watch other teams. Uh, I know that they do to a large extent in football because football has betting and all the games are staggered and there's only so many games, it's a lot easier to do that. And even if you don't watch the games or you don't have uh, Red Zone or whatever, you, you watch all the highlights packages. So you feel like you know everybody. In baseball, it's the polar opposite. If you're following the Pirates, you know, the rest of the teams are just, they're just kind of like supporting cast, you know, because you don't think of the league the same way because you know that your team doesn't really have that much of a chance. In hockey, hockey's always been a little funny in that regard. Hockey fans, uh, I used to joke forever that if you're a real hockey fan, you can always name off the top of your head who the fourth line is in Anaheim. Oh, come on. Go ahead. <laughs> I know, I know. It's too early in the day. But the the Kings have had a really, 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 really good player in Jeff Carter for a really long time. And as Mike Sullivan was saying yesterday, one of the things that he loves about Carter and what Carter could offer the Penguins is he does so many different things, which for a team with all these injuries – is ideal in the moment. Something else, by the way, that Sullivan brought up. He played mostly right wing in L.A. this season. That's because the Kings had some younger centers they wanted to try out. And he kind of got shoved there. But Sullivan made it clear that, at least for now, Carter's going to be a center here. He can do that. He can win draws. He's right-handed. He's a big-time shooter. Right now, more in quantity than in quality. His 6.3 shooting percentage that he has this season through 40 games, uh, eight goals in 40 games, is the lowest of his career. That could just be rotten luck. That could be who knows what. But he's a sniper. He's a sniper and a half. And he scores most of his goals, even though he has a long-range shot, including a long-range wrister, which now gives the Penguins two of those kinds of guys. With him and Jared McCann, he does score most of his goals right around the net. He's diligent at both ends. Uh, he's big. He doesn't necessarily play big in the in the physical sense, but he's a big dude. And he can move. He can skate. He's always been really, really fast. Sometimes people feel obligated to throw in that phrase, Fast for a big guy or fast for his size. No, he's just fast. No disclaimer needed. And even though he's 36, and I'm going to guess he was probably faster when he was 26, he can still really move. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by Fubo TV. The monthly cost of your cable bill, I'm betting, is more than 200 bucks. 
Fubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels, including AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh, and you get free DVR, and there's no installation, no contracts, cancel any time, and there's more. I'm going to do it in my best salesman voice. But wait, there's more. Fubo TV is offering our listeners the seven-day free trial and 15% off your first month. If you go to a web address they've created just for us called FuboTV.com slash DK. One more time, it's FuboTV.com slash DK to get 15% off your first month. What's kind of been off-putting for me over the last 48 to 72 hours as it relates to the Carter trade, and probably really even before that, is that there's, it seems like there's this temptation uh, in the public this this reflex to bring up Jerome McGinley, Patrick Marlowe, and and other older guys who've come here and, and done nothing. Uh, the first part that I have a problem with is that Iggy didn't do anything wrong. Uh, he came to Pittsburgh and was insanely put on the left wing by Dan Bylsma, and he still produced a point a game. It wasn't much in the way of goals, and it wasn't much of anything at all in the Boston series in the Eastern Conference Final, but they made it to the Eastern Conference Final, which wasn't exactly a bust. They just ran into a team that was defending at an unbelievable level and was getting spectacular goaltending from Tuka Rask on those rare occasions when they broke down. Iginla came here. Similar to Carter, after spending his whole career in Calgary and had to get all the gosh wow stuff out of the way and everything else here, uh, Carter, of course, had spent had a couple other stops, but 10 years in Los Angeles is going to feel like a career to most guys. Iggy didn't do anything wrong. Uh, Marlowe, I didn't think he was all that bad. I mean, he, he spent two weeks with the Penguins in the regular season, and then they shut down for six months for a pandemic. And then they came back and played four games. I mean, Marlowe wasn't a disaster. Would I have traded a second-round pick for him? Heck no. No. No, I said it at the time. I hated it. You can't be doing stuff like that for somebody who is just a couple-month rental at age 40-plus. But Marlowe didn't come here and look slow. Marlowe didn't come here and show no skill. He actually kind of fit pretty nicely with Evgeny Malkin in a couple of those games, but the sample size was so small. Don't be judging Carter by this kind of stuff. It's not It's not fair. It's not even rational. He's not the same player. But if it makes you feel any better, the Penguins didn't give up all that much to get him. This wasn't a second rounder going out there. It was a third and a fourth. Now, conditional. But I'm going to presume that the condition is attached to the Penguins winning the cup, which should be a condition most people around here would happily accept. So I, I, I don't like to tell fans what to think, what not to think, who to cheer, who to boo, and whatever else here, but I, I think it's generally fair to give him a chance. This is a, this is a guy who's been a really good hockey player for a really long time. 750-plus points in the NHL, a couple of rings on his finger, uh, and also just a perfect fit for what the need was. When we come back, just one question.
Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question, and that's brought to you on this program always by the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where the good people there are committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania, and they could use your help. Go to pittsburghfoodbank.org to find out how $1 from you is all it takes to produce five meals for people in need. Question comes from Carmen, who asks, given the depth that the Penguins have and the need to keep guys fresh, why not rest some players down the stretch, including Sid and the first liners, and also allow some defensemen to get some playing time before the playoffs? It doesn't seem ideal to have somebody like Chad Ruweedle forced into action in the playoffs when he hasn't hit the ice for a couple of months. Carmen, I'm with you. If I had to guess... Mike Sullivan would be with you, but the dynamic's never that clear-cut. Do you remember the fuss that was raised about giving Sid a game off uh, whenever he was in a position to play in all 82 for the first time in his career? Yeah. It's really, really important to some guys. How about Phil Kessel? Do you remember that one, too, when his name came up? What was more important to Phil, the streak or being more rested for the playoffs? Well, guess what? Phil's streak is still going on out in Arizona. And this kind of thing does matter to some guys. It's a real, real point of pride. Uh, It also is something that helps them out at contract time, whether it's with Pittsburgh or with another team. It's something that their agents will push forth and say, hey, look, my guy's never missed a game. Look at him. He'll be there for you. He's durable. He's tough. So the players do factor into it. And there's also the matter of need. One of the worries that I have about the current broader situation that the Penguins are in is that even if you get back Malkin and Kasperi Kapanen, who was back on skates yesterday and is probably going to be back in a lineup within a couple of weeks, according to Ron Hextall. And you get Brandon Tanev at some point for the playoffs. And you get Freddie Goudreau. I'm probably missing five or six guys. If you get all these guys back, you've got yourself, you know, a really good hockey team. But we can't pretend that in a month of regular season hockey that's left, 14 full games, that other guys aren't going to get hurt too. That's one of the bad things about having a couple guys or a handful of guys on the shelf uh, for a longer period is that others are going to be added to that list somehow, some way. That's not the fatalist in me. That's just looking over, you know, math and facts. That's just how it works. And I have a feeling that your chances of seeing the Pittsburgh Penguins enter game one of the playoffs in the second week of May in some pristine shape is close to zero. It's close to zero. They can hope that they get certain key guys back and they can hope that uh, certain younger guys or less experienced guys continue to step up as they have of late, that makes 
situations like that more manageable. And I'm I'm talking about uh, Radim Zahorna. I'm talking about Anthony Angelo, Sam Lafferty. Uh, I, I'll always skip right past Jankowski. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. Guys like that, uh, Evan Rodriguez, you want to see them continuing to have an impact. You want to see Teddy Bluger, now that he's back in the lineup, get back to the level of play that he was enjoying for the first month and change of this season. Uh, the team ideally would keep winning, would keep getting stronger, would keep getting better, even without those guys, so that when they do return, it's not like some you got to wait three or four games to get them at their best. Uh, it's it it's going to be rough. Uh, uh, there's not a there's not a happy view uh, of this particular setting, but I don't know that resting people is going to be an option. I, I really don't. I really don't. We'll see though. You know, Hextall did bring that up himself on Monday that he had concerns about how much certain guys were playing and i'm sure he's talking about the same ones that you were sitting the first liners really good question carmen thanks for that thanks to everybody for listening we'll do another daily shot of penguins tomorrow Point Park University, in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door, your car, your gym locker, your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.